0: You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Paul Jensen and Marty Wadley of Ruan. The complexity of the supply chain can be daunting. Everything from distribution to data crunching requires dedicated attention that can be overwhelming unless you have the right tools in place or the right partners to back you up. Marty Wadley, Chief Commercial Officer, and Paul Jensen, Senior Vice President of Supply Chain Solutions for Ruan, join us to spotlight the importance of transparency and trust in the industry. Joining us today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast, Paul Jensen, Senior Vice President of Supply Chain Solutions, and Marty Wadley, Chief Commercial Officer for Ruan. Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking some time out to talk to us today.
1: You're quite welcome. Thanks for having us.
0: It's great to have you guys. Uh, Listen, just wanted to check in with you and see how you guys were doing in the current day as we move into what is hopefully the new normal.
1: Yeah, I'll jump in first. This is Marty and then uh, Paul can can add add some color. Uh, You know, we're we're getting back to that new normal. We're not back into the office full time at our corporate facility in Des Moines. We're uh, about 15% in, but we've just opened up uh, for anybody that wants to come back into the office and we'll have a a you know, more detailed plan later in the year Our all of our operations are pretty much back in the office we have about 300 operations around the country and our team members uh, whether they're working on the value-added warehouse side dedicated managed trans uh we're typically we're on site with our customers our team members are back in the office and and doing the work that uh, needs to be done to keep our, our country moving
2: and this is paul the only thing i'd add to that is you know we've uh, we worked real hard over the throughout the pandemic to make sure our customers continued to receive the service that they expected. And one of the things uh, folks outside the industry uh, might not realize is is 4,700 of our employees don't have a work from home strategy. Uh, They're out there driving trucks and working in warehouses and and distribution centers every single day. Um, And so that's been the impetus to us to get our operations teams back together. Um, We're excited about getting back in in the same uh, operating space. Uh, The best collaboration, the best work happens when we all look each other in the eye, uh, and really lock arm-in-arm arm arm and solve problems for our customers. So, so we're excited about getting back to normal, Jeff. Uh, we, can't, we can't wait until uh, we're talking about this as history and not as present.
0: Yeah, hopefully we're there sooner rather than later, but but good to hear, good to hear. Uh, gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you uh, to our audience. So if you could, could you uh, take a moment to just briefly talk about you and your background in the industry and what you're currently doing with Ruan today? And Marty, I'll I'll ask you to start off, please.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jeff. I'll I'll, uh, cover that very quickly. I've been with Ruan now for 25 years in uh, quite a few different roles from operations to sales to uh, analytics. I currently lead our commercial solutions team, which is our sales marketing and solutions engineering uh, team as well. And that's basically all of our customer focused team members, uh, new customers, current customers that we're, we're working with. I've spent a little bit of time outside of Ruan in the LTL industry. Uh, in the institutional food side. And uh, I have my transportation logistics degree from Iowa State University way back in 92.
0: Great. And Paul?
2: Yeah, Jeff, this is Paul. I, my my background is a little bit different than Marty's and I did not start out in this industry. I also went to Iowa State, but I went in the service for 10 years. Um, and after leaving active duty with the Navy, um, kind of fell into the industry. Uh, it found me, I, I would tell you, that I didn't find it, but it's a great place to be. It's a great place to work. Um, I've spent about 22 years in it, uh, 12 of it with uh, a large national 3PL, uh, predominantly working in both asset, um, asset-based operations as well as non-asset-based. Left uh, Left Jacobson Companies and went to work for a large seed manufacturer and agricultural company that's also based here in central Iowa. Uh, spent five years there. On the shipper side, gave me great insight to what it uh, means to be a manufacturer and a shipper. Uh, and that expanded definition of what a supply chain is beyond uh, just the logistics side of it. Um, but missed doing this, missed, missed the interaction with customers, missed uh, the opportunity to work across a number of different verticals. Uh, and so I came back into the 3PL world and been at Rouen about five years. Uh, and I lead our um, supply chain solutions area, uh, which includes our, our value added warehousing, our managed transportation business, as well as our transactional truckload uh, brokerage business.
0: Paul, you mentioned uh, value-added warehousing. Uh, Let me ask then, how would you describe Ruan's overall service offerings and some details of of how you provide that value-added warehousing? Uh, Marty, Marty, why don't you take that question, actually?
1: Yeah, I'll jump in there on that, and I'm sure Paul will add some color. So uh, let me go through our four service lines that we have uh, today. Typically, you know, Ruan is known as that dedicated contract transportation provider, where we act as a private fleet for shipper partners. You know, we really... Uh, focus on the uh, driver delivery aspect of it. Most of those drivers are home nightly every other night. They're doing a lot of uh, stuff beyond driving, right? It's kind of white glove service, final mile deliveries into stores where we're putting product away. We have key stop deliveries. Our drivers are typically branded with our customer's name on one side of their shirt and our name on the other side of the shirt. Our, Our equipment is typically branded as that customer once that equipment branded. So it's really that private fleet, but they get they get away from some of the risk, they get away from the CapEx, some of the other challenges around running that fleet, hiring drivers, which is very difficult right now if you stay close to the industry. So that's a, that dedicated contract transportation service line. Next, I'll cover the, the managed transportation. This once again is, you know, we're very close to our customer where we act as the uh, shippers in-house logistics team. Uh, we, we basically act as the shipper in this role managing all of the inbound, outbound, uh, sometimes the entire supply chain for that, that shipper partner. Uh, and then brokerage support services. This is one where we act more like the carrier, where we're aggregating capacity for our shipper partners, trying to find the best rates with the best service to get freight moved that, that probably would not move on, on Ruan assets. And then that fourth service line, the value added warehousing, that's that's really a dedicated solution within our customer's supply chain. You know this solution operates within our customer supply chain Uh, we work with our customers to build out the right facility specifications technology integration and the people solution it's really about people process and technology and once again this is a a dedicated solution it's not a public uh, warehouse space We, we work with our customer very closely to make sure we have the right size of facility the right configuration from from inbound and outbound doors, uh, the right flow of product within the warehouse. We develop the racking, we'll put the racking in place, but it's really a collaborative uh, solution with our with our shipper partner. Uh, we customize those solutions to meet those customers' ever-changing needs. If there's one thing that's it's a fact with our relationships with our customers, then, that things change. We have a, a large manufacturing customer where you know, we started out with that relationship just managing uh, a portion of their inbound raw materials and primarily their outbound finished goods. Fast forward about six, seven years later, we're now managing all of their inbound raw materials through the facility. So we went from maybe 200 different SKUs to about 5,000 SKUs we're managing uh, inside of that facility. And, and when you're you know, bringing product in, raw materials in for a manufacturer, you know, and this manufacturer we happen to be about 200 miles away from our, our inbound mixing center, You have to be pretty good at the processes you have in place to make sure your product is hitting their manufacturing locations at the right time so you know it's it's all about technology enabled from low-tech manual sort process with high inventory turnover and rapid cross-stocking all the way up to really high-tech enabled workflow valued kitting and pre-manufacturing configuration for line-side delivery Uh, the products that we're delivering to some of our customers go straight from our trailer right to line side, and and product is being manufactured uh, as quickly as that product can get
0: into their facility. Great. Now, uh, it it may seem obvious that this is good for your partners, but how how do your partners really benefit from such an integrated solutions provider? Because you're offering value-added warehousing, dedicated fleet, a whole managed transportation system. Um, What are the tangible benefits for your partners?
1: Yeah, we we think that what strengthens that relationship is when we do provide more than one of our services for our customer, we feel eliminates process handoffs uh which lead to errors between multiple logistics providers so if you have a a dedicated provider uh this one logistics provider then you have your your value-added warehouse and maybe a managed trans you've got a bunch of different touch points a bunch of different integration layers which can you know lead to duplication It can uh lead to waste so we we think that single uh integrated solution that we provide be it whether it's value added warehouse, dedicated or managed trans, really removes waste uh, and duplication and creates a stronger relationship with that that customer. We also feel that it operates as an extension of our our strategic partner while performing one or all of these services. It creates inventory visibility throughout the supply chain. Like I mentioned before, whether it's raw materials inbound, work in process, finished goods, if you're working with one logistics provider, you see that freight all the way through the process, whether it's being picked up at a at a facility in the in the east at an ltl service and then bringing into a pool point uh, then truck loading it uh, into that manufacturing facility that visibility across the entire supply chain when you're working with one provider we think is a, is a huge benefit a couple other items you know rapid response to supply chain challenges if, if we see what's going on in the entire supply chain we're able to uh, effectively Make some maneuvers, work with carrier partners, uh, and really get get that supply chain clog wherever it might be straightened out. You know, we've had issues at the at the ports. We've had issues with containers coming in from overseas. So if we see that where we have challenges, then we can do uh, other things from expediting freight once it hits our borders to uh, to get that product into our customers more more efficiently. And then really around continuous uh, cost saving improvements. You know, we look at ways to. Uh, work with our carrier partners that are moving freight for our customers as well to put them on continuous moves. You know, all of the shippers today are looking, you know, looking to be that shipper of choice. And as we act as that extension of our of our customer, whether it's on the Value Water Warehouse side, manage trans, you know, we're we're doing our best to create that that shipper of choice view from our carrier perspective. So how how quickly we can get them in and out of the docks, if we can put two or three different lanes together to create a continuous move and keep that carrier moving and eliminate their their empty miles. That just creates a, a better solution. We look for backhauls for our dedicated resources that may be going out delivering finished goods for one of our value-added warehouse customers. and then they'll they'll pick up inbound raw materials or the third party freight so we can keep our dedicated assets uh, loaded at all times as well. And we think that drives you know continuous improvement and drives waste out of the system for our customers.
2: You know, Marty, that, that you, you make a couple of great points. Or so the thing I might add uh, across all of what Ruon does um, is that uh, what you'll see a common theme across the different services that we provide is this idea of transparency, this idea of partnership. And so, on the dedicated fleet side, we're, we're 100% transparent. On the managed transportation side, we're 100% transparent with our customer uh, from a service, from a cost, uh, from a from a carrier payment standpoint. And that just develops this sense of trust with our customer because we operate our very best when we're part of our customer's enterprise, when we're part of what they do, when we're included uh, in the strategic discussions about the direction of their organization. That's where we think we can bring them the most value um, is when Is when our goals and objectives are fundamentally aligned. Uh, and that starts from the very first day we engage with a customer. Um, we, uh, we're we're uh, all about being... As transparent uh, as possible, uh, such that the decision making on both sides, from our customers' perspective and our perspective, are driving towards a common goal.
0: Paul, uh, let me ask you then: What are some of the innovations that Ruan has implemented, uh, particularly at those value-added warehouses, where where you you really see that value add in play?
2: You know that the Marty Marty talked about what the the, um, the scope of what we do from a warehousing perspective. Is that it's very customer centric, um, and so every implementation of a of a solution is it begins first and foremost what the need with what the needs of the customer are. So whether that's a, a sophisticated racking system, um, some work we've done with uh, um, repacking. Um, you know, where, where suppliers aren't able to put the product in the right configuration, we're doing repacking and kidding um, to a a, a complex pick to light. Uh, multifaceted uh, kitting operation that directly feeds manufacturing lines. Uh, we're building a solution that that meets a very specific customer objective. Uh, and that includes both finished uh, finished goods on the outbound side as well as uh, as the inbound of raw materials uh, to do marty mentioned the uh, inbound raw, raw material consolidation center, bringing in product from across the country into a single uh, consolidation point uh, for splitting, cross docking, Uh, reconfiguring, staging, and shipping off to the various manufacturing sites. That's the kind of complex work that we do and do well. Uh, But again, it starts first and foremost uh, with what our customer's needs are. Um, And and so as we get into a customer's business as we start to learn uh, what their supply chain choke points are, uh, we can help them design a better solution uh, that feeds through that distribution process. And so that understanding we have of what it takes to run assets what it takes to manage carrier relationships, what it takes to run distribution uh, and finish goods uh, shipping, uh, we can bring a, a true end-to-end uh, a solution based on what our customers' needs are.
0: Okay, now speaking about those customer needs, then when when your shippers are are, are looking for uh, a warehouse partner, a lot of uh, thought has to go into that decision. Obviously, what are some of the things that they overlook when they're evaluating that partner?
2: You know, I, I think I think today is as as, as um, uh, proposal systems and technology has gotten better. I think the nuts and bolts of the of uh, how to share requirements has gotten easier uh, over the last intervening five or 10 years. Uh, but what hasn't gotten easier is understanding uh, who your partner is going to be, getting to know them um, for the, not just the services that they provide, but the type of organization they wanna be and the way they behave, the way they interact with their customers. Um, cultural alignment is often overlooked, right? So that so that ability um, to meet each other's needs in a transparent way and develop that sense of trust uh, so that as, as the business change, and Marty alluded to that earlier, right? The only thing we know about our customer's business uh, is that it's not gonna be the same in a year as it was today. Uh, and so when you go out and try and find the right partner, understanding who they are and what they wanna be uh, is just as important uh, as as uh, pricing and capabilities, uh, because your 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 needs will evolve. I saw this on the shipper side uh, when I was uh, when I was working um, for the seed manufacturer. You know, in the five years I was there, our business in that industry changed dramatically with some complexities that that were injected into the manufacturing process, uh, which resulted in much different distribution. So, having a partner who could who could work through that uh, with us would have been um, uh, a lot easier than trying to just kind of go it alone and figure it out on our own. Um, and so that's the that's the kind of partner we want to be I'd Also, uh, caution folks as they look at building a distribution network, um, as they look at building out uh, a regional distribution concept, or just taking distribution out of manufacturing to allow more space to, to, to create material. Don't shortchange your long-term plan. Uh, oftentimes, in the interest of saving a few dollars on the front end, companies want to buy into a smaller facility that meets today's needs, but it won't meet their needs in three to five years. So take a real hard look at what your long-term plan is uh, and build for who you wanna be, not for who you are. Because although it's 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 more expensive in the near term, it's a lot less expensive in the long-term to be in the right facility, as opposed to having to make changes along the way uh, as you implement your growth strategy.
1: Yeah, great, great points, Paul. I just wanna add a, a couple, more around technology and around some of the things that are overlooked so we we perform site analysis for our our potential customers as well and and one thing that that you look at is you want to be in that right uh centroid location for your inbound raw material for your outbound finished goods locations uh to reduce that transportation spin but you also want to then once you've kind of picked that location now start looking at okay where where am i going to draw in for those uh employees to fill that warehouse right the material handlers and if if you're in a spot where you're not going to be able able to have access to enough staffing team members then you're going to be challenged so we we work with our customer to make sure that not only are we you know trying to find that right location from a transportation standpoint but also is it the right location from a staffing inside of the facility as well and then we work closely on the configuration it's like to paul's point you know we if we know that a customer's growth has them Needing 450,000 square feet in four years, we don't want to get them into a a building that's 250,000 now and then we've got to either figure out how to add to it or or move into another location down the road so. We'll work with that customer to configure the portion of that building they need with the ability to grow into the balance of it and uh, in the meantime we'll work with uh, other you know. Partners out there, other shippers to bring in third-party freight to uh, defray the cost of that facility for our customers, so that they can they can uh, you know go ahead and take down that full building and be able to grow into it over the next few years.
0: Now, you guys mentioned technology briefly there. Uh, can you go into uh, what it is about Ruon's warehouse technology that um, creates efficiencies and savings for for your partners?
2: Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, this fall I'll start a little bit, and then uh, we can kind of tag team this one a little bit. Um, I, I think so. So our base platform, the thing we use to, to run our warehouses, uh, we use the uh, JDAs warehouse management system. Now Blue Yonder, um, we've been we've been on that platform for uh, over a dozen years. Uh, so we have intimate knowledge with its capabilities uh, and a dedicated uh, support team. We have a dedicated warehouse IT support team whose sole function uh, is to configure that system to deliver the best possible results for our customer and the best possible workflow results for our associates working in the warehouses. And so much like much like any implementation of technology, it's first and foremost, it starts with the people and those that are going to use it. Uh, but but JDA's technology allows us to do all the things you would expect from a tier one warehouse management system. You know, workflow management, interleaving, directed put away, cross docking, uh, but also the sophisticated kitting and... and um, and, and repack work that, that uh, our manufacturing customers are asking of us, uh, and then the, the 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 agility of being able to do you know zone picking and hot picks, um, so that our staff can be as efficient as possible. Uh, and then from a management perspective, being able to to actively manage the work of our associates, uh, such that they're they're always um, um, always always have work in the queue, uh, so that they're staying efficient and effective. Uh, to get the the right labor metrics that our customers demand of us, uh, and so uh, you know it, it's uh, it's first and foremost about the people, but we design the the process, the workflow, in the system to support the right people work to get the right customer outcome.
1: Yeah, and I would just add uh, to that, Paul, that you know it, this is not necessarily a technology issue more than it is a flexibility issue. We work with our our customers, and if they have uh, you know a WMS that they want us to work in, we'll we'll configure our facility. Uh, to work within their within their WMS solution, so I think that flexibility allows us to to partner with you know some different shippers where quite often some of our competitors say no we, you have to be in our WMS or TMS whatever that that solution may be and our flexibility around being able to use our customers' technology can create efficiencies and drive waste out because you're not adding a, an additional WMS into the into the mix.
2: Yeah, that that that's a great point, Marty. Because when I was on the shipper side, we asked our providers to use our instance of SAP WM. Um, in, in hindsight, um, I might have done something a little bit differently there and overcome the the integration choke point. Um, but but there is there is some benefit to all being in the same book, uh, to all working from the same from the same uh, uh, data point. Um, but but technology goes beyond the WMS, right? Um, our material handling handling equipment uh, is certainly not missing technology. Um, we have uh, technology on board our our uh, our lifts uh, and equipment such that it monitors um, the safety and effectiveness of our employees uh, you know safety is uh, one of our guiding principles it is who we are as an organization it's part and parcel to what we do it's in our dna and that certainly uh, doesn't just apply to our trucks out on the road. Uh, but it tr- applies to our, our associates and workforce and equipment inside our warehouses, uh, and so we have technology on board the the material handling equipment uh, to make to to provide a, a stepping process. So when we get a new team member in and they go through the training and, and uh, not not only the the required uh, equipment material handling equipment training, but also the customer specific material handling training that they go through, uh, we can step up their capabilities as be- they become more experienced on that equipment allow them to grow and learn um, and yet maintain a safe work environment uh, for the associates that they work around. Um, And so, so we, we we implement technology throughout the process, not just the, not just the warehouse management system.
0: A lot of great points. There a lot of information to pour over If the audience wanted to uh, get more info on Ruan and uh, your services, where can I send them?
1: Yeah. You can send them to Ruan.com backslash services they can get in and, and uh, check out what's going on around all of our different service lines that I mentioned previously.
0: Excellent. Paul Jensen, Marty Wadley, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with Inbound Logistics today. Uh, best of luck to you and to Ruan, and uh, guys, of course, stay safe.
2: Thanks, Jeff. Good. Thanks, Jeff.
0: Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get I-L. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine.